everyone, and welcome back to the Moon Hunters podcast. Each episode takes us on an experience out in nature. We gather around the fire and under the stars, and the moonlight illuminates our stories to reflect on both the magic and the messiness on what it means to be alive. Mm. If you're hunting for your light in the darkness, join us on the other side of the moon. This time, the moonlights illuminate story on someone who's very special and dear to my heart, have helped me through my journey and actually helped a lot, many people through, through their journey with the practice she does, with the energy she put into her work and her service to the community. And the beautiful combination between and connection between the soul and the body. That deep understanding of how to float the dark side into the surface and honestly make a dance with it. Between the soul, the body, the heart, the mind, she just beautifully put them all together in a blender and (laughs) make this beautiful dance where in the end of it, you feel in peace, feel connected, and the most importantly, arrived into the self, into a place where you feel belonging. And she is a five rhythm teacher or yeah. guide, yeah. teacher, <laughs> teacher. <laughs> and absolutely amazing human being. Nina Nahas, thank wow, you for thank you. Wow. coming, for being with us, for <laughs> sharing this energy. I'm so honored and grateful you are here today I'm, with us. I'm really honored. And I really honestly, just listening to you, I felt like I was, uh, again, watching a show. It's not me. I'm like, that's a really lovely, lovely person she, he's speaking about. Who's this? Nina Nahas. No, but thank you. Firstly, uh, I really appreciate the way you've uh, described the practice that I teach because that to me reflects how you received it, how you benefit from it. And each person benefits differently, but you captured it in the most, in the deepest of ways, in 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 the true character of somebody who holds all the range of what this practice aims to do. So thank you. It was really lovely. I want that as my testimonial. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm honored. I'm honored. Yeah. That's honestly this (laughs) reflection of how this practice came along. And this is honestly came from the connection with the soul of what mm. this practice bring me, what you brought into it, it's just um, brought so much joy to right, life right, right, and yeah. make it as a dance. And then we cannot wait for people to listen what is <laughs> actually a uh, fire for them and about you and yeah, mm. we'll dive deep into it. Well, I'm, I'm glad it brought you joy because that's what took me to Five Rhythms. So just to make it clear, I did not invent this practice. That wasn't my creation. Uh, uh, I was attracted to it the same way you were because it brought me so much joy, so much healing, so much soul-seeking beyond any other practice. And so quickly, like the truth, like straight into the truth of me, straight into the truth of my soul, straight into the truth of the world and everybody around me. So I got curious, but I'm not the creator of this practice I just I trained to become a teacher it took me five years that's how long the training path teaching path is uh, so what is the five for them let's okay. get back to the guy to, to who's listening or, yeah. or watching us and they give them a full okay. perspective on five for them we will start with you first 
whole okay. is laying in a house. <laughs> and what house. you are doing here? What am I doing on this planet? On or this what am planet. I doing in Dubai? Or what am I doing right th this moment? Well, in this planet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I came with a name. It's called Lina Nahas. <laughs> but uh, more and more with time, I'm just not associating myself with any specific identity. Mm -hmm. I am Palestinian. I was born to a Palestinian family. Uh, so there's a big part of me that loves, adores, and has affinity towards that. And I'll get back to that in a moment because it has to do with the five rhythms at some point. Okay. And um, I'm a mother uh, of a beautiful 16-year-old. So I'm, I'm listing all the things that in this moment not define me, but rather bring elements of mindfulness to who I am in this moment. Fantastic. A mother is a big one yeah, of a 16-year-old who's going on 50. <laughs> um, and I'm a human, above all, I'm a human. And yeah. I, with, with time, like I said, I'm discarding these identities to try and figure out the essence of what lies within. Mm. what lies within and below because I'm again more and more with age I realize that the, what lies within and below is actually what's above yep. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not trying to transcend anything I'm trying to be within myself so that I can feel consciousness moving through me hmm. in this life because I feel everything is a game I feel everything is consciousness in motion yeah. and uh, my purpose is to continuously, continuously feel consciousness in motion, to con continuously feel, make myself available, my body available, my heart available, my mind available, my bigger mind available, mm, yeah. not the smaller mind, my bigger mind available, mm. so that What's my... What's the bigger mind and the smaller mind? What's the difference? When, yeah. Um, again, that's five rhythms as well that, that belongs to shamanic traditions and Jungian psychology mm. traditions. And the smaller mind is the one that goes ah, every day. It's like the chattering mind. And we need it. We need it. It's the mind that keeps talking to us, the one that yeah. we hear all the time that makes us do things, gets us, gets things done and fuck with our head. <laughs> Excuse the F word. But it, it messes with us. And so that small mind, in a way, keeps us small. It's where the false ego has a grip on us and mm. tells us that's all you are. And that's all you need to do. That's that's you know. So the, and that's usually shaped by a lot of things, whether it's stories from childhood, yeah. whether it's cultural stuff, stuff that keeps us stuck. The bigger mind is far bigger. The bigger mind is that that is actually spirit. It's where it opens up to something that is infinite, infinite in possibilities, infinite is unconditioned. All right. It doesn't have structural. So that is the soul, in the same kind of. It, it can be the soul. I mean, my understanding of the soul is there's only one soul. It's a soul. A soul. It's oh. a soul moving through so many different bodies and mm. we shape it in our own different flavor. And then there's spirit, which is creator spirit. And definitely the bigger mind lives... Live in the higher in, energy. In the higher energies and yeah. the ones that keep you free and open and available. And yeah, that's the connection when you need to connect with that higher, higher soul or higher energy or a bigger mind, yeah. make it even more accessible the other part. That's right. It's a frequency. It's frequency. And, and, the, and the more we let go of the dense energies, um, the more we're able to access that frequency that, that created universes yeah. 
zzzz and cosmics, <laughs> cosmoses. Cosmoses, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So my purpose truly is for myself is to keep accessing that so that I really feel what it's like to be human in this body, in this specific lifetime, being moved by this consciousness and to be generous with it. How else can I connect to the rest in this party, in this movie? How can we together create and co-create and get fascinated and get curious and follow to the, to the point where we can dissolve walls? Because in the end, there are no walls. We create those walls. And, I, and, and that's my purpose is to keep expanding, moving, dissolving, connecting and, and allowing others to, to have a taste of that with me. Absolutely, and I saw it like in the way you do it, doing the practice. We've been, yeah, I know you for a while now. And How many years has it been? I don't know, three years almost. I really don't know. Sometimes I feel oh, it's I 10 years, sometimes I feel it's a year. Yeah, no, it's more than three years for sure. Okay. I think, yeah, yeah. For mo definitely. Yeah, definitely. So it's for way more before than... COVID. Yeah, it's way before COVID. Yeah, yeah it's true. When we were an urban tribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you come to the practice? Like, what, or let's start from. What is Five Rhythm? So Five Rhythms was created by this woman. Five Rhythms, hmm, each rhythm is an energy form mm -hmm. um, where with each energy and, and specific movement motion uh, that's choreographed by each person. There's okay. nothing pre-choreographed. You're the choreographer. But each energy field, you meet a different aspect of yourself. And mm -hmm. the creator of this uh, practice uh, was called... Is She's dead now. She died in 2012. Um, her name is Gabrielle Roth. And she uh, created this map. Uh, well, she observed this map in, in the 60s when she was a dancer in Esalen. She was part of the human potential movement. And that time they were discussing what is a human being hmm. beyond this body? What is the soul? Where does the soul live? Where is the yeah. spirit? Where are we beyond that? There was Gestalt movement at the time. Uh, there was like the Jungian psychology aspect of it was growing. Osho was there. Yeah. There's all these discussions around what is a human being? Hmm. What is the divine in the human being? And she was part of that discourse. And she, because she was a dancer, started observing people. She just put on some music or drums in a hall in Esalen and started observing people, movers. She was fascinated by human movement. And she observed that the people who are most free on that floor and in life follow this specific rhythm, which is what she called a wave, which starts with, you know, the flowing, which is, you know, finding your feet, getting unstuck in your motion, being fluid, being able to, to yield, to receive the dance. Then she, she gave those names later on. So that was flowing, number the first one. one and then the second one, she noticed after a little while, the body starts looking for connection, starts looking, go, gets out of itself after it's grounded and flowing and fluid and receiving the dance. It starts wanting to share that dance. It starts being quite pulsating mm -hmm. and kind of wanting to connect outwards and from the heart. And there was a lot of heart to it. She called that staccato. Then after people do this for a little while, they connect with each other, they have their, their percussive movements, their passion is out, the movement gets bigger and bigger, and they start wanting to release. Mm. And the release is what we call chaos. Yeah. And, and, and after that madness and frenzy, and their body was going through that naturally, um, after that madness and frenzy, they lighten up. And they're like basically 
just skipping or, or being whimsical or spontaneous and light. Um, and she called that the lyrical, uh, which you know very well. And they fly. My favorite. <laughs> they've expanded. They've really expanded because they've emptied out. Yeah. And then finally, they slow it right down and it becomes the slow moving meditation and like a Tai Chi master. And she called that stillness. So these are essentially the five rhythms, and when you go through them, they, she called it a wave. Um, and she observed that in nature. She started observing nature, and she found that this wave is followed in everything. It's followed in the way we brainstorm and followed in the way we give birth, followed in the way we yeah. have sex. You know, like it's in every, the cycle of, of, of wave. She, in, ish. in everything, in oh, the wow. cosmos. And so... She studied it further. I won't go to get into it, but she studied it further, and it became a map, a cosmology that's endless. endless. Oh, oh, yeah, mm. and it has a philosophy as well and behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, her teachers were all, like I said, like in her days, were some shamans. Um, all her colleagues around the human potential movement. She went and would spend days or months on end in quests as well like she did her shaman she, she was called the urban shaman and she arrived at she transmitted all that work yeah. and um, it's a fractal map that gives you a compass to where you are in life where you are in your emotions where you are in this present moment where you are in your spiritual journey i mean it's endless, it's endless. It's, and that's that's the beauty about the mm. practice because it's every time i comes to the practice and we we as you on the flow it's a constant work on stuff mm. because we always have things happening in life. Like it's always life is happening. We have something happen here or there and the mind is busy or we try to with noise or all over the place. Or sometimes great things, but they're sometimes like, take things. a lot of space. Absolutely. And <laughs> overwhelms as well, but you need to ground it and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, when time, every time I come to the practice, it's that ground me or heal me through mm -hmm. the practice and mm -hmm. that was fascinating for me because it's a I am a water sign as well I love movement mm -hmm. and I did not know that before and until I started joining your practice oh, really yes wow. I did not know this actually right, right. one of the things mm -hmm. I learned through the practice mm -hmm. and through the way of dancing it's that I love this movement mm -hmm. this movement goes through me and like it becomes home. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and if through that, you start healing on so many other levels. Yeah. How... I just wanted to tell you, it's your dance that revealed you to yourself. Okay? Mm -hmm. And this is what the work is for, for, for these five rhythms. It's the dance that reveals you to yourself. The map is just there to just hold. Just there to hold it. To hold, to, to, to catalyze it a little bit faster hmm. because of the way it works. But it's your dance that reveals you to yourself. And the whole idea is that's a metaphor for life. So that hmm. your movement in life reveals you to yourself. So you're more aware, you're more awake, you're more mindful. You're constantly revealing yourself to yourself. Uh, through the movements mm. and that's the power of movements like it's it's uh, it goes into a chaos and when we go into the rhythms and it becomes in the chaos the movement it goes upside down the heart beating and the mind is all over the place <laughs> and then it comes back to lyrica and then the stillness and when you start saying like you're guiding through it and you say you can find even movement through the stillness. Yes. And that adds so much to it. Like, 
it gives the power of everything is moving through you. That's right. Yeah. And that was fascinating me because how fire freedom or how the practice tackled the shadows, especially the shadows of like of us. When I go, sometimes I'm more sad, mm-hmm. but I don't know why I'm sad. And then when we start dance, things start to pop onto the surface and start mm-hmm. coming. It's like I'm scratching a pl- yeah, yeah. the places where I did not want to scratch, uh-huh. but with the practice, it did scratch right. it up. And how did that feel to keep scratching? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's That's so it. good. It's so good. Yeah. And seeing people as well around, how mm. they, like after the practice, they are more relieved, but sometimes it's overwhelmed. What's the best way to dive deep into the practice mm. to to contain those overwhelm well i mean there's so many questions within that question yeah firstly so i don't sorry. see sadness as a shadow in this practice none of all emotions are welcome like rumi says we're a guest mm-hmm. house yeah and it's kind of about relaxing about these these emotions if you're looking at the emotional field for example and it's actually the contrary when you suppress them is when they are in the shadow when you're suppressing anything, a story, an emotion, a physical part even, mm. not giving it breath, not giving it motion, not giving it light, it's in the shadow. And the shadow is when it's dangerous because it's controlling you without you knowing. Absolutely. It's like, what is moving me? Why am I? But to actually have a look at it, put a little bit of light to it, it's actually healing. And yes, it might be overwhelming because we see it for the first time and we don't want to see it. Some things yeah. we don't want to see. I don't want to see that I'm an angry bitch sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to see that I have sadness in me and grief and ancestral memories that I don't want to look at. And yeah. I don't want to see that I can, I can feel fear like mm-hmm. beyond any fear and get an, an every moment new or when there are people around me I haven't met for the first time. Of course I don't. But when yeah. you see them, this is the breakthrough and the healing because each one becomes a medicine. Anger becomes a medicine to defend what is wrong or what is right. You know, they all turn, they all have their own. So I don't see them as shadow. And the practice tells us, keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Yeah. I'm gonna, and your movement is going to put a little bit of light. And if you want it in the dark, not the shadow, dark is beautiful too. What does it move like in the dark? How can I hide it but consciously? How can I keep it as my secret in the dark and keep it as a mystery Mm. that can help me be mysterious in my life and understand how God is moving me? So not everything needs to be in the light nor in the dark, but the shadow is like, have a look. And the tool is to constantly, like I said, Reveal yourself to yourself, soften, allow, surrender. And when the things get tough, breathe, move. And if it's too much, you wait. It's not the right time. Yeah. I'll wait for another moment and my body will tell me. But at least you're practicing to trust your body to tell you. This is the letting go of trusting the body. Yeah. Oh, it was taking me so time to, to reach to that point because... Mm. Why? Feeling. Why? Why? Why did it take you so long? Take me a little bit, just a little, like not too too long. Maybe a, maybe a few sessions until I start getting understanding the body needs talking to me, right through the movement, because there was not communication well between the soul, the mind, and the heart. Where and the were body. you mainly in the dance then the first few times? Ah, uh, in my head. Right. Okay. Yeah, so much what in my head. What was going on there? Like, what was, because like, you're always <laughs> smiling. I've always wondered. So do you remember, like, what was in your head? It was running. 
But you're moving, and the fir- you're and flying. Moving. But the first, first, first sessions, I was in my head as, as well as said in the first, from being anxiety from the social, right. from what's the people looking at me, mm-hmm. how they are looking at me, how I'm dancing. But when I start looking deeper into the dance and you're guiding through it, you were saying it's the place of free, free yourself yeah. from anything around. No one is judging you yeah. from whatever happening around. Mm-hmm. And that's the learning was curve of letting go of so many guards mm-hmm. and yeah, trusting yeah. the body. Mm-hmm. Then that transfer into life. Yes. Ah. That was beautiful. So like, tell, what? Me, tell me how. I would love to know. How did it translate into your life? Uh, in so many ways. Like when I go look back, well, I will tell you one of the recent ones. Okay. <laughs> you, we, when we do as well the workshops or the ceremonies, the cacao ceremony. Yeah, the workshops the go months, deeper, don't they? Yeah, the yeah. workshop, yeah. it goes deeper. Mm. Even the ceremonies... The, the way with the cacao and the way you guide it, it's, as well, it goes deep for mm. like, depends. Maybe everyone has their own, like, if they want to go deep or not. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one of one of the times you did was in September. Last year? Last year. Okay. This, like, this past year. Okay. 2022. 20, 20, 22. 22, okay. We did the session, we did the. the the dance before we do as you do usually the ceremony we sit all together yeah, and we you start connect with others and connect and this is a beautiful way you like the way you put it um the, you connect the people and let people allow people to express yeah. themselves their attention and their what they are grateful for mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. it has so much like that's that's why one of the reasons like i feel like connected too much into the practice mm-hmm. and to you because you put it in this beautiful way and just it touched from the soul and the heart. <laughs> We're sitting there, we did the whole ceremony and then we started the dance. And during the dance, that was a full moon in September, you were guiding through the dreams, the big dreams and the small dreams. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that one. Mm. And uh, through that session had so much happening in my my dreams and one of the dreams was the small one was doing a podcast oh wow no way <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, in yeah, september yeah. wow and the idea came to, I, the idea came to me <clears throat> in march beginning of the year and i named it moon hunters on march <clears throat> fast forward to recession right and we were talking we were guide us through the dreams Literally in that in that session in that moment in Lyrica as well. Yes. And yes. I was flying so high, I touched the dream. I was like, I was hundred wow. percent with it. Wow. And I you saw catch, my, you really I did. did. You caught catch it. it. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I saw myself <laughs> interview you into the podcast. <laughs> no way. I swear. Oh my God. And then. Okay, are you having a déjà vu here? Wait a minute, this is awkward. It's a hardcore (laughs) manifestation. (laughs) Wow. And and that day was absolutely beautiful. Mm. Came down from uh, from the dance, just bringing this all with me down. I came back to the house. I was looking to the moon, it was full. I was in the garden looking at the sky, it was full moon. It's like, next month is the 
first the launch the f- no the first episode I didn't want uh, to start yes, to start first next month and I was like okay that's it it's the next month we start filming <laughs> <laughs> and it went done went back to the computer checking the moon what's the moon because I named wow. it a while ago I want to check what's the moon names and where it comes out and I want to know everything about it it's called the moon hunters like what's this about <laughs> and checked on the online and what's the uh, the full moon is on 10th of October okay 1010 1010 and the moon name no moon hunter I swear wow. are you serious swear. see how magic this happens? is guys the most wow. magical moment from mm. like what how this what uh, <laughs> this is makes sense what does moon hunter mean does it have a meaning this is that specific moon hunter uh, it does have like <clears throat> moon before when we did the harvest it. Moon. it's called the harvest mm-hmm. moon the har- the farmer cuts all the harvest yes uh, they harvest or harvest or all the um, yeah, food. whatever that yeah and in that in October so there is no big thing Uh, big plants right. to hide the to hide between ah, so all the all the animal. hunters the animals goes out into fields mm, to hunt right so right. they call it the moon hunter the hunter moon yeah the moon that's yeah. incredible story but it's just like, so beautiful but that's that's the magic that's precisely it and this is the way it's like exactly magic and the way you put the puts work into it the way you initiate and the guide mm. people toward that mm. is is what is magic to me as mm. well because I had a dream I had something into doing things but as well you the way you guide and the practice is bringing people and that what this is what fascinates me I want to understand more mm. of the way you do your practice mm. the way you connect to people who Or the way you put your mm. questions into the practice because people are in trance kind of <laughs> I am too you are too so I'm with it's, you uh, yeah. so what I wanted to tell you with your beautiful story is this is what it's about it's kind of like but you see I remember you came to that class yeah. a lot more grounded once you're here and your body is here physically everything else which is here which is the dream the weaving the mandala the sham- like all that stuff has a place to go hmm So because it has a place to land to and land then you on. move together and you co-create together when you make this body available the rest will fall into place and like you said when you surrender when you yield but first you ground yeah. then it's rooted because where else is that dream gonna happen it's here <laughs> this, it can't happen in another dimension it has to happen here yeah. and that's the whole practice is like how much of here can I be in and then how much of surrender you In terms of yielding can I be how much how unstuck can I get in my body how unstuck in my heart how unstuck in my mind for that dream soul weaving to come download and then it becomes you. easy really miracles does. become non-miracles absolutely because we're a miracle become synchronicity yes and that's the yeah this is a beautiful that's bar it. to become synchronized with life and with ease with ease yeah mm. Yeah, it's, it's so honestly... So happy for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, so happy to like, be lucky as well and to, and to and be introduced into this mm. practice. And to How did you find that, by the way? I can't find it. Came with a friend. We, right, came, yeah, yeah. we came to the session first yeah, yeah. time and then I, 
I looked like, what's going on here? Who are here? these crazy people? Who's these crazy people? Doing? Dancing, I love dancing. What's going on? Why are these lunatics? Why are they doing this? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, first time was like very into my head, as I told you. But mm. then the start moving through me was like, oh, yes. Beautiful. And that's what you do through this practices and the workshop you do. How do you guide yourself into what to put out there for other in their trance? Even you, you will be in trance, but how do you guide yourself? What information or what, or what's the thing? Because it's an infinite number of things. It's infinite. It's a fractal it's map. It's a fractal map, exactly. Mm-hmm. And how do you guide yourself through that? Is it through your <clears throat> practice to heal yourself from it? Oh, God, again, so many questions and one, so many layers. Okay, let me just take one thread. Let's just unwind the thread, see which one I'm going to speak about first. Okay. The one that resonates the most. All of them. Um, Well, first of all, the practice is a philosophy. Mm. So it's a philosophy for life. So my practice, the five rhythms, is my practice not on the dance floor only. It's my philosophy. It's my principles. So if I'm in a situation in my life and I want to kind of understand it a little bit better, I just go back to the map itself and go, okay, where am I in this in this stage? Why am I feeling this way? Oh, okay, it gives me hope that the next stage is going to be this because there's a map. So it's my philosophy. So when I'm designing a class, I'm mm. also using that philosophy. I'm using in that moment, what does the class need? Are they... Are they in a shadow of stuckness that needs moving, which means flowing? Mm. Are they in a shadow of tension, which which means they need a staccato that breathes? Are they? There's tools. Like this is why we it takes all us right. that long to learn. So I'm all constantly watching you. So in fact, you're the one teaching the class because you're informing me what is needed, uh-huh. and from there I give what is needed. And it's exactly what the map is saying: yield, surrender to this moment, and the magic will happen. So I surrender. I'm like okay what is needed but the most the part where I don't surrender too much I'm more in control is the music I I set it up I had some people some teachers teach on the fly they'll just gather whatever music on the fly on the go I can't I'm not I'm not a music expert and so I I really work hard but in the spot what comes is transmitted lots of times I don't even I don't even remember half the things I say it's just a channeling through it, and you just... it's whatever is needed in the moment. Like uh-huh. I'm co-creating with whatever I'm co-creating with the spirit of the room. And that's the, this is I start seeing it recently, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. When Somebody we're does... talking, yeah, when you yeah. guiding through, I start seeing it recently because yeah, you reflect from others who that's is like right. what, like, what they're doing. What is needed? What is yeah. what is showing up? What is what do I need? And you know what needs movement at the end of the day? How can it be moved? And how can I remind people to breathe? That's in classes and workshops. It's themes like that I'm interested in. Um, and I dive deeper into the theme. And again, yeah. you'll see the structure of the workshop is all based on each rhythm. We dive into each th- the theme through each rhythm. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's how it goes. But yeah, and even classes, it's what I'm going through in my life. Mm-hmm. So you saw that uh, when I guide some classes, I'm like, this week, this happened to me and I was contemplating. Yeah. And it's the truth. I'm like, I'm contemplating and I wonder what the dance will reveal around this question. And I bring it to the room for us to explore together through the map. That's what make it, make it raw, like make it re- real. 
just connected with others. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. And other times it doesn't have to be a story and it's still equally real. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it doesn't have to be complicated. No, to, and yeah. it doesn't have to be about me yeah. <laughs> or the world. It can yeah. be just the rhythms. Hmm, just the rhythm. As in, move. Here are the, the movements, here, and just move that. Here's some music. It doesn't even have to be a theme. How did you get yourself into the movement? Myself? Yeah. How? Oh, I wanted to get rid of the pain in my heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I arrived at the five rhythms, or the five rhythms came to me when I was going through my divorce. And I tried everything. Like, I tried everything from coaching to hypnotherapy to, uh, to uh, therapy. And then one day... I just happened to be sitting at the therapist's office and I'm like, do not ask me any more questions. I don't want to discuss this. I just want to process the pain and get over it. I just don't want to understand it. Oh, wow. I don't want to understand it. My brain can't take it anymore. My small oh, wow. mind doesn't want to know anymore. And she said, we went through a little uh, meditation and I saw a dancing figure, Sufi figure in the middle of my belly. And she says, wait a minute. What is that? And I said, I don't know, but something in me wants to dance. She goes, somebody came today from New York to my office, and she does something called the five rhythms. Why don't you look it up? Because it's a spiritual practice, and it's a healing practice, and it's through movement, not choreographed. I went online that same night, just like you in the podcast, <laughs> same night, read for hours and re I'm like wow this thing exists and booked myself to the first workshop nearest one to Dubai a week later in Geneva and I fell in love and like I can't believe this happened and it, it was the wow. most healing fastest way to heal out of my pain oh wow to understand what I'm going through and get over it like just completely the, it was medicine it was and then that was history then I got I got hooked I was flying all over the <sighs> world just to get my medicine oh wow You went through so much pain, you said, until you get oh, to the yeah. practice. Oh, yeah. I suffered. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered. And, And lots of people arrived to the practice because they were in pain, seeking healing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why, like, it's, it's a medicine. They call it the medicine, the mm. meditation. The... So healing, I mean, we don't, we avoid the word therapy because therapy has its own respective field, you study therapy, you study, you know, all, all that it takes. But it is therapeutic. It's, it is a therapeutic practice. Mm -hmm. Or it's, it's a therapeutic practice, actually. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it has so much into it, like, to peel out those pain or yeah. the emotions. It tackles so much emotions mm -hmm. in us to, to bring it out. And so many people doesn't know how to deal with their emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering how... I'm still wondering on this question, how motion and movement bring that out? Well, I mean, so like I told you, the level I do is called waves, which yeah. is the body stuff. The one that Sylvia just did, my inter the international teacher I brought in, yeah. is the second level they're trained in, which is heartbeat, which I'll be trained in eventually soon. And that looks at the whole emotional map of the, um, of the map itself, the whole heart mm. space. And once you have the body articulation solidly in flowing staccato, um, chaos, lyrical and stillness, each of the emotions correspond to each of these 
uh, rhythms. All right. And we practice through them to allow that specific emotion to find its expression, to find its release, find its power, hmm. to transform it into something powerful so that it may serve us. So it doesn't live in a place where it gets us stuck. It's not breathed or gets us, you know, repressed. It rather is released. So we trust that the map does all of that for us. It really does. That's why I said it was my fastest healer. Uh, fastest healer. It was honestly for me as well. And you haven't even done the heartbeat, but because we're moving our bodies, it, yeah. like it will go there eventually. And then the third level is the cycles all our life cycles. We're healing everything mm. from childhood, from birth, all the way until death, including oh, ancestral. Yeah, including ancestors, including mother, father side. That's the third level. The fourth mm. level of the work is the ego, mirrors, looking at all the different identities that shape us because now we have the vocab vocabulary to understand the story, to understand the emotions, to understand how the body can move oh, us oh. through all of that. Then there's a final level called Silver Desert. So it's quite a deep practice. Silver Desert. Yes, who Gabrielle Roth taught and no one else after her, after her taught, which is, you know, the again, it lives in stillness, the infinite. All right. So it's um, quite a deep practice. It's, it's, and you've done really only deep. waves. Yes, I did only waves yeah. and the... Um, I'm looking forward to get it's into... It's beautiful. I can't wait for you to yeah. explore more. I really can't. How many hours do you need? Like, for example, because when I asked you, I want to get my sister into the heartbeat. Heartbeat, yeah. You told me, no, it, she ha it has to have certain hours yeah. of practice. Yes. And there's a. it's for her sake. So to do heartbeat, which is the second level, yeah. you need to have had at least between 16 to 20 hours of waves level. Like, so 10 classes or a whole weekend workshop, two and a half days plus, you know. The reason for that is so that people have the vocabulary, the physical vocabulary to go through each rhythm. All right. So that when we're dealing with the emotion and the emotion is visiting us, we know what... What's triggering what, it. No, not what's triggering it. To know what to lean into, which uh -huh. is the physical the body will release the emotion as energy, but we need the vocabulary of the rhythms to help each emotion be released. So fear would be released and flowing, or not released, transformed and flowing. Anger That's will be transformed in staccato. So the staccato physicality and shape, etc., yeah. etc. Et so that's why we say, get your vocabulary in place because mm. you want to be able. It's like you want to express your emotions, but you don't have the alphabets. All right, right. You yes, want to write yes, about yes, them, yes. but you don't know how because you don't have alphabets. Hmm. So that's really interesting, mm. and it's of the way of like how to really understand it. It's yeah. it's. Uh, to have the tools yeah, to go forward with it. And the same with the cycles. You need to have had two weeks worth of heartbeat uh, in order to do cycles because that's deep, deep work as well into mm. the cycles of your life. It's, it's a deep work of mm. like you need to un remove the, uncon the conditions, stories. stories and what happened to yeah. you. Like it, oh, wow. And this it's is, really, ah, really beautiful. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you. Yeah. It's a little liberation as well. It's liberating. It's a yeah. freedom dance. For me, the ultimate is to find our freedom. And there's, I, I saw something you wrote. Like, there's a lot of people talking uh, like who came to your practice. They feel themselves free. Mm -hmm. I'm finally free to I'm be finally. myself. <laughs> and I always say, what self? There are several selves. And then you get free to explore so many of them that I'm not only one, I can be many. 
and then we're all one. You know, so so it's like we're even free from the definition of self. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's, you're free. You're continuously unfolding, revealing yourself to become freer and freer and freer. Yeah, yeah. Always. Always, and, constantly. And then dissolving into nothing, into spirit. And then dissolving into spirit. <laughs> that's, that's when you like become... Like the smoke that smoke. was making us so mysterious at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful to dance through being free and then dissolve. But the that's spirit. what yeah. you like the most. That's one of the quotes that stood out for you, which means to me that this is super important for you, yeah. that freedom. Absolutely. Because we always cut ourselves most of the time and I, most of the people I see, like where we are hanging out, and we caught with the phone. Mm. So much is happening on the phone, so many things happening around us. And we caught ourselves into that trap. Mm. Not, we're not in a cave or anywhere, mm. but sometimes we are more in a prison from the inside. Mm. That's right. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. To free ourselves from that prison. Mm. It's an absolutely beautiful. How beautiful. That's how I freed myself from that because of this practice. So you free yourself from yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Yes, the freedom. Beautiful. I love what you just said. Um, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's coming from out. Yeah, literally from the practice, from your guidance, mm. the way you do. And I'm gonna get you the books, Carlos. Please. I'm gonna get you the books. She wrote three books and they're all beautiful, easy to read, beautiful, deep, gorgeous stuff. So I'm looking forward to start mm -hmm. one of them. Yeah. How can how can people get into to know more about Five Freedom? How what yeah, uh, I mean, when there is because I talk about it for mm. with people around. Some know it from the from the communities mm. you teach and the the way you practice it, but from other side as yeah. well, there's so many people doesn't know about it. Yeah, and so many people sadly, not sad, I mean, I don't mean it in a bad way, sadly in the sense that it's confusing, associated to ecstatic dance and they think it's mm -hmm. ecstatic dance. And ecstatic yeah. dance is a beautiful conscious dance movement. It's just not a map. You just go and rock up and dance, yeah. you know, it's great. And you have a great DJ. I'm not a DJ, so as you well know, Sol was yeah. so upset that my mixing wasn't good. I'm like, I'm not a DJ, I'm a teacher. <laughs> Some teachers go the extra mile and learn how to DJ properly. And it's not about the music. But, um, yeah, I mean, the way to get to know about it is, number one is to attend a class, obviously. But before attending a class, to know about how to get to a class, I have to say I suck. I suck big time <laughs> because I haven't done my social media properly. I'm an older generation. When I started Five Rhythms in Dubai 12 years ago, now it's almost 13 years ago, I wasn't teaching then. I was organizing classes. Then I became a teacher. Facebook was the king of things and I was on top of it. I was like the best. I had the biggest Facebook page. And I, now it's no it's longer not, Facebook. So I need to really like shape up my social media to, to, so people have a landing page but to know more about the practice itself there is a global website and it's a beautiful website full of information and it gives you the scope of how big this is because there are hundreds of teachers around the world with hundreds of, of classes hundreds of workshops so but the best way to understand it mm -hmm. or just have a glimpse of it is to show up to a class yeah. with no expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, let your body, re let your dance yes. reveal you to yourself. Absolutely. I agree. 
Yes, show up to the class and just try it yourself. And take a <laughs> risk. Exactly. Just yeah. take a risk and know that whatever happens is exactly what happens in life and it's all perfect. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's going to be you fine. Know, yeah. Whether you go <laughs> in the it. corner and move a finger or more go to the... And what I always like to say, this is a movement practice, not a dance practice. Yeah. Meaning, as Gabrielle Ross used to say, is that, you know, uh, dance is art form, movement is life form. And we're practicing life here. All right. So you don't, you don't, you don't need to make it pretty. It's not about that. No. Yeah. We're not professional dancers. Absolutely. We're life movers. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> life movers. <Yeah. laughs> that's amazing. Yes. And to everyone, anyone who wants to knows, I will put, I will put everything Thank in descriptions. <laughs> they, you can find and her. You can find everything about I'll the fact for the them. Instagram. I do have an Instagram page. It's finally, finally yes. being pushed to be used. I'm using it. Finally. Fantastic. We'll, we'll get use of it for sure. Thank you. <laughs> and for, for the practice, it gets you into the light side when you heal yourself from it with the practice. Mm. How long do you think your journey took, like, along the way? I mean, you mean healing from my divorce or, or just in like general? Because in it's general, continuous. I mean, the more healing we do, the more the other stories surface and there's more healing to do. Mm. Like they say, it's an onion, but what the only thing that changes is that it gets easier. Okay. The circumstance doesn't always change. You're like, face, life will always throw things at you. But it's just Absolutely. a matter of how we're dealing with it. And the practice just helps me to be lighter about it. Meaning, like I said, it's energy in motion. So mm. this too shall pass through me. It shall pass, <laughs> and yeah, for sure. that's it, really. It's not... It's not a magic formula. I will continue. I'm human. You're human. Yes, will continue. Sometimes it'll be up. Sometimes it'll be down. The point is that we know how to ride that wave more gracefully. Um, maybe not more gracefully, but more mindfully enough to know where I'm at. Okay, I'm in a chaotic space. It needs a bit more breath and more surrender. Then I will break through to the other side. So... My it's divorce, it was a whole combination of things, but this practice is what got me out of it. But then I was hit with other things. So dealing with a deepest. child, dealing with, yeah. you know, a teenager, that dealing was. with my business breaking down. There's so many things. Along the way. Yeah. And was the start from the divorce? I was like... The divorce? The, you mean the start of suffering? No, that, you see that? <laughs> no I mean that. way before, the moment I came out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I mean, because you said it was depth uh, of so much pain when you started oh yes was... i mean the five rhythms for me came at a time yeah. uh, when i was seeking healing from my divorce so that and mm. i was in a lot of pain yes i was my heart was just just everything in me was broken down like completely yeah that's like the healing process to to make it all yeah it was my tool it was my med it was my, the tool that worked for me the most the mm. medicine that worked for me the most my body gave me all the answers. Everyone has their own medicines and everyone has their own tools. And yeah. it's like, yeah, knowing when, for example, some other people have maybe yoga, meditations mm. and stuff. Mm. And this is, this is what's important of our existence of knowing maybe what's the tools for us to, to dive deep into it. And yeah, I'm so happy to be like, 
Fire for them is one of the goals <laughs> in my life. It's I'm glad me, you so, found it and it found yeah. you. It really, like every person on that dance floor means a lot to me. And when people go missing, I, I notice. You like do, if yeah. they, they go for a few months, I notice they're missing. Yeah. And, uh, but that's the, that's the beauty of the community that Five Rhythms forms. We become brothers and sisters, even though sometimes we don't know each other's names. So it's really it's connective. It and I wanted to say about other modalities, we all complement each other. We all come with the same intention. And the mm -hmm. best work I've done is when I've collaborated with a Kundalini Yoga teacher, as well as a sound healer, as well as a you know, breath worker. We all come with the same package, you know, the same. Yeah, and you collaborate with others. Yeah. 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 How, how is it being, like how, because collaboration then brings even more magic into it. Yes, I think so. I, I do think Unless so, we don't so. get along with each other, we hate each other, then we don't bring magic. <laughs> yeah. We just bring real tension into the space. <laughs> True. <laughs> and how is it to deal with, uh, to integrate with other practice? Like, because I think it's all at one, yeah. Like I said, it's I mean, really... Five Rhythms is a yogic practice yeah. in essence. It's a tantra practice and from a yogic perspective as a philosophy as well. I mean, like yeah. I said, it's shamanic, it's Jungian, it's Sufi. It holds all those elements in it. And so is the yoga, so is yoga. So is sound healing. It works on the frequencies and energetics of our body. So they all are connected. They're all connected, beautiful modalities, all aiming to heal and lighten us up and be more mindful about our humanity, yeah. our yeah. hearts, our souls. I mean, they all have the same. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, how is it for you when you experience one or the other? It's, I love, I love doing yoga every, constantly. Which yoga do you do? Uh, I just flow and just like, I just flow in the morning, 30 minutes to an hour. Really? You do yeah. it in the, every, you do it every day? Not Almost really? every day, five, up to wow. five days a week. Wow. <laughs> impressive. And, and, and you do it on your own? On my own, yeah. Amazing. And just flow with the, with the movement. I, I don't have any strict. Okay. Just any different strict asan ones, Just different asana. asanas. Mm. And yeah, wherever my body feels like now needs to move, I yeah. let it be wow. moving. And I take this with me to the practice when I come to the fire for them. That's incredible. I have no idea. You're so disciplined. <laughs> for a lyrical, you're so disciplined. Wow. Trying. trying to, like, sometimes Amazing. I lose it for a week or 10 days. Right. And then I come, come back. back to it. Yeah, I come back. But I try to be disciplined. Into, That's beautiful. Yeah. But I find it beautiful to, to, combine, to combine between yoga and yeah. fire for them. It's, yeah, both of them is movement. Mm, yeah, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I said, I'm fl I flow. Love and you have en a lot of energy in you, right? So you kind of want really, an outlet yeah. to that. Yeah. At least that's what I notice. It's, yeah, there's a lot of happening mm -hmm. inside. I need to outlet it and mm -hmm. project it outside. So mm -hmm. find those tools very useful. And especially in communicating people, I found it really beautiful the way you're connecting to others and you express expressing and let them express. Mm. How do you read people to make them really expand on, <laughs> on themselves with that? It's natural skill. How do I read people? I mean, first of all, it's presence, like everything else. When you're present, intuition comes through. 
We were born to be instinctive with each other. We yeah. were born to be intuitive with each other when we, and we were born to be connected. That, so that's number one. Number two, I really, like I told you, I was a researcher before. Hmm. My, my main bread and butter for over 20 years was market research and interviewing people like you're doing now. Awesome. So I read people, yeah. I'm intuitive, to, I'm perceptive to that, I'm sensitive to that myself. Um, so maybe that, maybe some of that comes it's through a, as a skill set. Thirdly, more importantly, it's age and time. You know, yeah. it, it, it's like inevitable so, that you meet more people, you meet more circumstances. You, you connect. And then uh, my biggest teacher is my daughter. Oh my God, like she's, she's, <laughs> different story, it's the biggest, it? yeah. she's my biggest teacher on how to be human myself and forgive myself, and be compassionate with myself, as well as my biggest teacher in, as a mirror yeah, with a big slap on the face. <laughs> Really? You know, and it's great because it's the ultimate truth. So ultimate truth and letting go of letting go of the identity of who you think you are, you know. Hmm. But yeah, that's it. It's love. It's love in action. I love everybody around me. I genuinely care about people in my class. I care for them. I love each one one of them, even if I met them only once, because I see what's moving in the space and I see how connected, how we're all human. We all have very similar stories. Despite our differences, we have the same pains, joys, dreams. We do, yeah. Humaneness. And I see that in motion. It touches me so much. It really does. I love it. I love my job. <laughs> I really love what you're doing as well. Thank you for doing it. Thank you Thank for you bringing for this reason. energy, Thank for you. honestly mm. putting it out and just, it's a serving purpose as well. Like it's, mm. a, it's a moving energy. When you put it out, it just it makes so much Thank you. into the people around. And I see it in people, how, they, how it reflects on and their them eyes well. are all glowing at it's the all, end. They're oh all in God. love with each other. Yeah. It's like they're all yeah. in love with it. They don't want to leave the room. Absolutely. This is a, <laughs> honestly, guys, who's listening or watching, <laughs> just, go try it because <laughs> if you feel yourself, you're in a flow. <laughs> you feel, fall in love with the spirit of all things all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> things get more even um, connected and yeah, just beautiful. In yeah. a beautiful way. Yeah. yeah. I cannot thank you enough for being here and sharing no, all this I'm with us. No, I'm the one who's grateful, truly. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm so trying... happy to be part of your dream. Oh, no, yeah, I'm like is... so honored to be taking part in that dream that you, you've co- that just created, just came, manifested. Co-created, manifested. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, it's, uh, uh, now you. it's uh, it feels like. It came to the 3D reality. Right. When it was, <laughs> was up there, now it's in 3D reality. It's like, oh. Are you sure? Let me push you. Okay. <laughs> yep. <I like>. Okay. <laughs> we could. <laughs> yeah, cool. don't, thank you for initiating actually as well. Mm. That's a part of the initiation of the dream. Just like, I had no clue, here. but yeah, yeah, all right. I'll take no. the gratitude for something I had no idea I was doing. But yeah, yeah sure, it's happening. Not? So take it. I'll take it. Thank you. I'll receive. <laughs> the, before last question, I will sure. just before I didn't understand it. I started understanding it recently, which is in, your, in the practice. You say until you are arrived. <laughs> what mm. the what that does mean, being arrived? Well, I always say at the beginning of class, mm-hmm. uh, drop the waiting, let go of the waiting and welcome the arrival. And we're always in arrival mode. We're always arriving. We're always arriving to this moment. 
we're not always all the time fully in this moment. We're constantly arriving. With every breath, we're arriving. So it's it's like a mantra. For me, it's a mantra. It's like, oh, let's, nice, yeah. let's keep arriving to this moment. Let's keep arriving to this body. Let's keep arriving. Which you called it. You said it at the beginning, yeah. home. Yeah. Let's keep arriving home. Yeah. And then that becomes something bigger. Sometimes it's the body. Sometimes it's spirit. Sometimes it's this moment, which to me, they're all the same. They're all love. Yeah. Arriving to love. Absolutely. Mm. It's, yeah, that just resonated in the when you, you say it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it gets stuck to me every time you were, we're doing a practice or doing something. Just like I need to arrive. Just keep so arriving. Just like, keep keep arrive. coming back. Uh, keep coming back. In case we sway, we're back. If we're off center, we arrive back. There's always a center. It helps to be present. Yeah. It does help to be present. Or arrive to presence. presence. Can't be hard on ourselves. We can't always be 100% present. No, That's God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for putting it on there. Thank you so much. And one final question mm. uh, before we wrap up our beautiful conversation. Um, <laughs> if you will, because I know you're putting music all the time for dance, and mm. if you will put your life in a song, what ah. would it be? A song? Can it be like a soundtrack? It can be a soundtrack. Can be well, there's two, well, one song would be Leonard Cohen's Dance Me to the End of Time. Oh, nice. <laughs> Although that was a dark one because he wrote it about the Holocaust. Yeah. But, and, and actually going to death. That's the dark bed. side of me. Yeah. But anyway, um, meeting death. But as a soundtrack, which I love, I can play it all the time, it would be Cinema Paradiso. Sound, uh, because I love that movie and I love that soundtrack and I feel life is is a movie. It's a cinema. It's 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 this intimate <laughs> movie that we keep rolling and witnessing. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. And yeah. you are the director <laughs> of your own movie. Yes, I'm a director and the actor and everything and in everything. between. <laughs> <laughs> the script. Fantastic. <laughs> How about you? Well, honestly, when this question came to my head yesterday and the whole, like the whole podcast and what's happening, I told you before, before we start even, it's reflection. This podcast is a reflection of my life. Mm -hmm. And last night when it came to me, this question, I was like, oh, I wanted to ask her what's the best, the first <laughs> song would be presenting her life. And I was like, what, what, what is my song? Yeah, what is your song? I did not know, I don't know what song oh, of it is. you do. I, I know I need to dig down into it. I was so, <laughs> no, so, so. I'm going to count till three. One, <sighs> two, three. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> at first I heard and see. Is that that, yes, that one? There you go. Yeah. See. That's like, Great. Yeah, come straight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's <laughs> a good ending, actually. <laughs> um, Thank you for everything, for uh, you. whatever you, mm. you're putting the energy. Anyone Thank watching you. or listening, Same please check her out on Instagram or social media. I will list everything down in the description. Uh, <laughs> just any class, get yourself ready. Put on comfy pants and get your bowl of water. Anyway, yes. And just go dance. Come sweat your prayers. Sweat your prayers, <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, truly, Zahir. I really appreciate our time. It was beautiful and, and a beautiful surrounding. And still stay tuned with us to wrap up our conversation about dance and connection with, with the self 
we have a section with the music we're gonna I play can't now wait. and uh, <laughs> Ivana and uh, Jay and Dalia they, they just gonna do some magic stay tuned for for the next section with the music thank you <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you it was lovely thank you, thank you.